0: Hello, everybody. Ben Rogers here at the Raptors Digest. Riker, the NBA has gone crazy today. It seemed like half the Eastern Conference got traded, and obviously the biggest name being moved is James Harden going to the Brooklyn Nets. But there was a lot of things that happened, a lot of things that could incorporate the Raptors, and one area that we think Masayu Jerry, in the Toronto front office really messed up in but before we dive into all that and get into the Raptors side of things what are your thoughts on this just initial trade for James Harden going to the Brooklyn Nets and what does this mean for the landscape of the Eastern Conference?
1: Yeesh Ben you went straight at it with a a little dig on the Raptors but that's what this is all about people will be wondering why are we Mm -hmm. talking about James Harden trade obviously he was in the rumor mill it Mm -hmm. was rumored Boston it was rumored Toronto it was rumored Philadelphia but the original. The very you know fixture of this whole trade situation way before off season uh, was James Harden to the Nets to reunite with Kevin Durant. So that makes sense. But there was some fun parts. I think Indiana improves because Oladipo is off to. Not a good season, I would say, with the uh, the Pacers, and yet overall as a team, you have Sabonis like emerging on the scene. You have Brogdon. Having Ol- a good Oladipo year, so... was okay though; he wasn't as bad as he was. He the was past like 12, two 14 points years. per game. I don't know the exact stats, but I thought he was up to twenty. I don't have the stats in front of me either, but then I must have the two <laughs> box scores that I've looked at for their games must have been the two that he hit twelve. I thought he was yeah. off to a mediocre. To me, it makes sense to bring in Lavert. Likewise, it makes sense for Houston to pair up. Oladipa who's a natural too with John Wall and to get rid of that sort of locker room disaster that is James Harden and but the one that we're concerned about or the one that we're frustrated with Ben is obviously one of the better I would say and not just stylistically with his huge afro but one of the better centers of the NBA in Jared Allen and Torian Prince a serviceable power forward he was given they were given away for basically nothing to the Cavs Ben
0: yeah, that's the big thing involving the Raptors. We think the Raptors probably could have slid into that area. But before we sort of de- debate into that, it's probably this trade definitely mixes up the landscape at the Eastern Conference. You brought up James Harden obviously going to the Nets, forming that big three or maybe big two. If Kyrie Irving inevitably retires, there's rumors he might sit out the entire regular season. So, Did you see that uh, Stephen A. take? I saw, I saw the headline of it. I didn't watch the actual video. Oh, it was so
1: funny. It's so I, I recommend anybody to watch it. He was just so candid. You need to retire. You don't like basketball. <laughs> it was great. Anyways, continue. Yeah.
0: On, no, and who knows what's gonna happen with Kyrie Irving? Because this might be in a the Nets might actually be downgraded if they gave up all their sort of rotation pieces, their first round picks, and then are just only replacing Kyrie with uh, with James Harden. So that's its own thing. We're not gonna talk about the Brooklyn Nets that much, but we definitely want to mention this is. Definitely going to be something interesting to watch. But just to bring up uh, your Oladipo point too, I brought up the stats. Oladipo is averaging twenty points per game right now, six rebounds. So he's he's off to a lot better start than uh, than he was last season. So definitely an interesting pickup for the Rockets. But the the Toronto Raptors obviously this was a three four team deal and. We speculated on potentially getting James Harden. People that clicked on this video might be thinking, oh, the Raptors died, just are just mad, we didn't get another superstar. Obviously, we've been on Giannis Watch for the past two years. We hopped on the James Harden bandwagon, but Raptors didn't pick up a superstar. Obviously that's a major help in trying to win an NBA championship, and we always want to pick up those guys, but with Siakam's resurgence, it's fine. We're not heartbroken, we're not shook. We knew it was unlikely in the first place to get him. It is what it is. But The Cleveland Cavaliers, the Pacers, (laughs) snuck into these little deals that really, I think, would have been valuable for the Toronto Raptors. And you brought up the name Jared Allen. The Toronto Raptors are in desperate need of a center that fits our style of play. The Cavs ended up picking up only for Dante Exum and a first-round pick that's the Bucks, So not even a high first-round pick. They got Jared Allen, a 22-year-old... Center, that's athletic, mobile, plays defense as long, and has the potential to be a decent three-point shooter. And Torian Prince, who's a power forward that could have perfectly backed up Siakam. Riker, why couldn't Masayu Jerry step in on this trade? Well, you said it. Dante Axum
1: and a pick. You could basically put Stanley Johnson up for trade and it would almost have more value than Dante Exum over the past couple of years in his career. I'm not sure what... And people have been flaming Masayu Jerry recently. I think a lot Mm. of people have been reserving their negativity towards all things Pascal Siakam, all things Nick Nurse, all things Masai Ujiri. But, you know, I've really let into him a little bit to say, hey, you let a big one slip with not signing Christian Wood, who was, we both saw it, he was a big fish in the pond. You let a massive one, maybe it's going to be detrimental to this entire season and not giving Serge Ibaka more money on a one-year deal just to preserve at least a placeholder spot. Place-holding spot in the Eastern Conference playoffs. Now the Raptors were saying in our last podcast, should they tank? Like, is that is that where we're at in this season? So Masai Jerry, he's yet again, and now people are getting onto this train, bashing him a little bit. Did they really, did he really miss an opportunity to get, like you said, in the Raptors, they're struggling with their front court. Aaron Baines isn't cutting it. Alex Lennon isn't cutting it. To get back Jared Allen, who's fantastic this season and last season, and Dorian Prince, who... I mean, really, besides Boucher, we have no power forwards on the team. So, uh, Siakam, obviously, but, yeah. you know, he's whatever he is. So, this would have been an opportunity that, realistically, you could have put Terrence Davis on the block, maybe Norman Powell on the block. I don't know, Ben. I think that this was definitely a missed uh, shot by, by Messiah.
0: Yeah, no, a thousand percent. And you look at the pieces. You brought up the the package that the Cleveland Cavaliers had to bring up. Dante Exum's a guy that had a lot of potential maybe five years ago, has had injuries, and has shown nothing really in the NBA. Had some moments. I'm not really sure what he's doing this season, but still, Dante Exum's not a guy with a lot of high trade value. The Milwaukee Bucks likely going to be a first-round draft pick that's in the late 20s, like one of those classic Raptors picks. So even though it's still a first, not much value really there. So I look at guys like Terrence Davis, uh, one of those small shooting guards that... Nick Nurse loved to flame a couple weeks ago where he was saying he doesn't want to throw out another short shooting guard. Those guys still have a lot of talent, a lot of value, a Matt Thomas, a Terrence Davis, clear up the glut we have at that position, and then make a team that makes a lot of sense. And we jokingly brought up a lot of people are talking about Kate Cunningham being the the Raptors should tank for him, and our roster, I think, is too good to end up, even if we tried tanking, right? I don't think we'd get to a point where we'd really be in the running for a top 5, top 7 pick. Now, with that being said, we are the last seed right now, and we're trying to be good, so... Who knows what what could happen <laughs> if Miss Just keep started... giving it
1: to Pascal Siakam to shoot that final shot, Ben, and I, I think our
0: fate is sealed to be one of the forerunners for getting that top pick. I trust Siakam bounce back. He had some clutch moments last year. This guy hit a game-winner to win an NBA Finals, essentially, so no, no Siakam hate, no anti-clutch, but definitely those last two possessions were tough to see, but... The Toronto Raptors, I don't think we're in a place, obviously we should be tanking. We should still be trying to win all out this season. Keep that keep that culture going. But if you look at one of those guys. That would have been a perfect fit to make a move right there. Jared Allen, obviously we're not going to speculate on stuff that's in the past. And I know people, there's the, the Birdman hand memes going around of Masai Ujiri looking that glut at the center position for the Cleveland Cavaliers right now with Andre Drummond, Jared Allen there, who I don't think they'll move on from now, and JaVale McGee, Larry Nance. So maybe one of those guys we could target, but... Brian Windhorse came out, and we were actually thinking about making a pot on it ourselves before this madness happened, saying that the Toronto Raptors still think we're good, we're obviously not tanking, but I think all Raptors fans know that, but they are in the running, league executives have said the Raptors have been active, and they think they could potentially make a trade. So, I'm really surprised this hasn't happened, and now, with Depot off the table, with the dreams of Harden off the table, with a couple centers out of line, where do you think we go from here, Riker?
1: And you know, it's funny that you bring up that point on now that the Cleveland Cavaliers are overburdened with centers. And I'm trying to pull up the name because I was just having a conversation with somebody in our IG DMs about potentially making a trade for Andre Drummond. And I I voice my concerns about this guy all the time. Drummond, I think, is the most empty stat getter in the NBA. He puts up a hollow 20 and 12 on the regular. I can't remember who it. Is. I think it was... This guy here, I'm just reading through the DMs. Yeah, he said, I think we need a big, I think we need Drummond. Yeah, I think we're talking about C. Donovan Photo. C. Donovan Photo. There you go. That's the shout-out right there. But, Ben, I think something needs to be done because let's let us face it. If the Raptors aren't trying to tank, that means they're trying to make the playoffs. You don't want to be ninth seed. That that brings provides zero value to the franchise, especially when you've already locked into contract long-term. Fred Van Vliet, OG Anobi, Siakam who we're expecting to be the cores. So if if having those guys is a losing formula, that just proves you need to bring in another piece. You need to make another move. So you either want to tank for a pick or you want to put yourself in a position to win. And that's going to have to come from that four and that five spot. And maybe Drummond is a guy that we could look at. I don't know who would be in a package deal, Ben, but I think we're not looking for moves to bring in a new two. We're not looking for moves to bring in a new one. We have Malachi, we have Finfleet we have Lowry. Unless... You don't Bradley want another part of the equation.
0: S- small shooting guard, Riker? You don't think that would appease <laughs> Nick Nurse? That would make him excited? <laughs>
1: Let's trade Pascal Siakam for two six-footers. Let's just absolutely completely unfold this unpackaged this idea of the smallest lineups that you could possibly present in the nba now i you know people are saying bradley beal i've been vouching for him ever since i don't think it's realistic i think a trade for a center makes sense but i don't know if we could get rid of baines or len in a trade situation that's the only issue
0: yeah it's a it's a tough situation the raptors i think norman powell has a trade friendly contract stanley johnson's money has some potential there but again not we'll see what happens we'll see what what's on the go with the raptors to bring up your andre drummond points obviously you've had the andre drummond slander on hold on fire (laughs) since 2017 so you've been consistent with it so if he came in it'll be interesting to watch him night in night out the one thing about andre drummond is he's never been on a team with a lot of talent surrounding him you can make an argument that maybe the Sexland backcourt, the Kevin Loves, the Seti Osmonds, if he was a true star center and all-star guy, that team should be decent. Now, the Cavs did win a few games to start off this year, so we'll see what happens there. But maybe in a Toronto Raptors system, if he's used correctly or at least plays to his strengths, maybe he could be a positive to a winning outcome. Outcomes, I don't know if anyone can really be worse than Baines and Alex Len have been right now. So I think that could definitely be improvement if Andre Drummond's trade value is low. So definitely bring that up there. I, I
1: just, Ben, let me just say this though. I don't see much difference between Drummond and Greg Monroe,
0: Jared yeah. um Eric Moreland, like obviously he's, he's a, a much better lowest. rebounder. He's, he's a substantially better rebounder and he's a good finisher in the lane. Like he's definitely a better player than those guys, but style wise I see where you're coming from yeah yeah that's fair
1: and Moose was more of a score for a center and he was useless for the rest which was pretty interesting but you know like you said it, I think something has to be done I just even if Drummond's trade value was low and they're saying we're going to put a lot of emphasis now on Jared Allen coming in we're going young we're going mobile we're trying to be athletic we're trying to run the fast break are they going to, like, who are we going to trade in order to bring back one of their centers and unburden ourselves from Len Baines? I would, I would almost see you probably cut one of them in that type of situation, but you'd have to give up a couple of guards in order to get somebody like that back. And remember, too, he has a reasonably-sized contract, so I don't know if Cleveland is sort of the trade partner that will fix the Raptors' woes, but I certainly think that, you know, unless Masai Jerry really is deserving of all this criticism he's surely making some sort of move right now ben wouldn't you think
0: yeah i think he's definitely cooking some stuff up and with the rumblings i think things are going on now the point that i've seen a lot of especially talking heads raptors twitter people all that sort of stuff the raptors think they're a lot better than the record shows and i think people that have watched this team closely would agree with that even though we've struggled closing games the, the Raptors have apparently a point differential. I think Josh Lewenberg or Blake Murphy tweeted out the stat. I don't want to steal it without giving credit. I, I don't know which one specifically, but they're both good to Raptors Twitter follows. But the Toronto Raptors have point differential very similar to the Miami Heat right now. I think the Milwaukee Bucks, the Atlanta Hawks, who are about 500, a little bit above 500 teams. So point differential is usually a good indication, a good sort of tangential stat that goes along with wins but unfortunately the Raptors just haven't been able to win these games early it could be a case of like the Oklahoma City Thunder last year where they had a lot of close games to start the season but the point differential was close and then they ended up having a massive run in the second half of the season and we know what happened there I think they were the fifth seed last year and shocked the world and I think obviously the Raptors wouldn't be shocking the world by any means because everyone expected them to at least be a mid-level playoff team this year but from their starting, from what where they started off, I could see them really bouncing back. Do you think a trade is essential, though, to sort of switch things up? Or, you know, Masayu Ujiri has been known, obviously, to make some crazy swing for the fences moves, whether it's the Kawhi Leonard deal, whether it's trading Rudy Gay, who was our star at the time, whether it's trading longtime Raptor lifer Jonas Valanciunas for an aging Gasol to win a championship. He has made those midseason trades, but he doesn't do them like your your team, like the Pelicans, or some random team would. I don't even know if the, how many times the Pelicans have made trades, but Masai Jerry's a little bit reserved with his, his movements there. So do you think the Raptors are fine if they don't make a deal, or do you think Masai Ujiri is just failing at his job this season if he doesn't make a move?
1: Well, you think about the guys that have been traded, Ben, mm-hmm. and there's really something going on with that player, like Rudy Gay lou williams i don't think either of them got traded though did they
0: rudy gay was traded lou williams we just let go so in theory we was... just let go
1: yep Demar rosen there was so much hate on him by raptors fandom continually losing in the playoffs you know gravis vasquez not much of a player i guess but th- this is what i'll say ben i don't know of anybody on the on the roster right now that would be deserving to get traded if you were the if you put yourself in the president's shoes and GM's shoes, except for terrence davis <laughs> and norman powell because it's been voiced by nick nurse that he's he's disappointed with uh norman powell's performance thus far in the season and I mean, you're not putting him in any consistent spot. You're starting him some games. I believe we're two and zero when he starts, and we're zero and six when he's coming off the bench. But like, he's been extraordinarily inconsistent. So my whole point was, Fred vliet has been good. Pascal Siakam over the past four games has been good. I mean, he missed his two shots to win those games, but we've been in it. And I think your point on point differential. If anything, not necessarily that it indicates that we should be a plus 500 team, but it indicates that we're competitive with every team, which is the only thing you can really ask for as a franchise. At least you're in these games in a position where you can win at the end. So he's been fine. lowry has been good. You know, I don't think our centers have any trade value to be able to put them on the block. It's really only Norm and Terrence Davis. And that's why i'm surprised that we weren't part of this 14 deal because i don't know why their name wouldn't have been put out there you know and if they're only fighting against a package involving dante in a first like surely that would have won out so that's that's what i think maybe it would be a failure of a season if he's put it if he's if he's if he's not even considering putting their name out there then it would be a failure Like maybe he is behind the scenes. He's just Mm -hmm. not making news of it. And there's nothing that he feels is good value back. I can understand that. That's fair. Maybe he knows more than we do. But if he's not even putting their name out there in negotiations, I would
0: say that that's a fail then. Freaker, there's no way Masai Jerry knows more about the inner workings of the Toronto Raptors front office and trade moves than us. We and clearly, <laughs> we clearly know all that's going on. But I definitely agree with you there. Obviously, it's tough to speculate on a, whether it's a failure or not of Masai Jerry doing his job. But in terms of outcomes and stuff, in terms of the stuff we can actually critique, in terms of the, you know, what whatever's happening inside the box, the computer of the Raptors engine front office, whatever the output is, we can critique. And if there's no trades done, I think it's fair to criticize that the Raptors continue to lose. And I know we're running a bit long, but I did want to bring this up, Riker, as well. And we've been, we were on the Oladipo hype train for a while this offseason. And now that he's left the Pacers, he's gone to a Houston, a situation in Houston that We don't really know what's going to happen. We don't know if they're going to be good. We don't know if John Wall and Boogie are going to stay healthy. We don't know if his improved season is going to sustain and he'll be able to take them to the next level. We don't know if they're going to blow everything up. Houston is a complete mess right now. So I could see him being a free agent this offseason. We've talked to death about potentially re-signing him in 2020. Not re-signing him, signing him in 2021. But do you think there was a world... Where we could have potentially traded for Victor Oladipo because Karis Levert, I know he's a young guy and has the potential he scored. I think he dropped 50 on us in the playoffs or just a monster game. But I feel like Levert for Victor Oladipo is not an insane return for the Indiana Pacers. And we talked about the Fred Van Vliet for Depot a sign in trade. That was a bit messy. Both of you and I didn't really want that to happen. But you mentioned norm you mentioned terrence davis two young guys explosive wings guys that would probably fit in well with the pacers do you think that could have outmatched maybe paired with a pick outmatched that pacers the the caris lavert deal especially with caris lavert's injury history or do you think we we didn't really have a deal that can compete with lavert that we would have realistically done say that again so who what
1: would have been the competitive deal lavert that's it no for oh, terrence davis
0: norman powell and a pick no, that wouldn't have competed. Not with Oladipo. Well, it's Lavert. So if we received Oladipo.
1: We receive Oladipo. Oh, and yeah. they've traded Lavert for Oladipo. Yeah, exactly. I get it. So Indiana receives, and then the Toronto Raptors yeah. receive Oladipo. Yeah. And we're not giving up Fred Van Because we were of the camp that Fred Van Vliet sign and trade and then go for Oladipo would have been the deal that would have made it work. I'm happy now that we didn't do that. Fred Van Vliet has been awesome this season, save for... Well, we didn't game, really want that games. to happen in the first place anyway. We didn't was... want it to happen, especially on a one-year contract remaining with Depot. And we were very mm-hmm. uncertain what his stats would look like. And it's funny because you did call me out. The two games that I looked at the box score, he had bad games. But he is averaging 20 on yeah. 36% from three, 47, 42% from the field. Like, pretty good stats, I would say. How many? Four assists. So, pretty good from your your two-guard. I don't know though. Would Norm and Terrence Davis do it? With everything that's going on with Terrence Davis, you know, with as inconsistent as Norman Powell's being in a pick, would that do it?
0: Like a pick is at where. He's going this to this the Pacers. package is going where? To the Pacers. To Houston? Yeah. To no, Pacers. to the Pacers.
1: I don't think it does it. Because LaVert is an all star, really.
0: That's a hot take. That's a hot That's take not a right hot there. Take at all. He's injury prone. That's not a hot he doesn't play that a lot of defense. He was a sixth man for the Brooklyn Nets this season. I know he's had some big scoring nights, but I don't he's know if I could. this every All-Star. time he played. That's the only sample size. When else would we
1: watch Brooklyn Nets basketball? The only times I've seen him play is against the Raptors, and he's been amazing. He's
0: been Hall of Fame caliber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did see him live. We saw him sort of shake us up, but. I don't know, I think it's something we could talk about, we could debate forever, we're we're pretty late into this podcast, so let us know what you guys think, let us know in the comment section below, do you think the Raptors should make a move, do you think Masai Ujiri messed up by not trading for Allen, Depot, anyone really inside of this, this probably 40 person trade, and yeah, leave a comment below, check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all that cool stuff, Twitter's back up and running, got a lot of fire tweets cooking there, The Instagram's popping, Instagram reels, got DMs being sent out to everyone, got the TikTok dances going, you know, Riker's practicing so he can get his debut on TikTok soon. The website articles, we hired on a couple more writers, so we're really excited for more stuff happening there, but you guys are the best. You have any last words, Riker? That's it,
1: Ben. I thought we were getting 10 picks and Kevin Durant coming our way when I saw the news break that there was a blockbuster trade, but another day (laughs) another day soon cheers